Hey you. Yeah. You. You didn't stumble here by chance, so let's talk. My name is Tyann, but a lot of people call me Taj, and I'm most known for my loud New York personality and my unfiltered opinions. The Melanated Mindset is a safe space for unpopular opinions and heated debates amongst a diverse melting pot of those of us that classify as a melanated millennial. And I don't care if you got a lot of melanin, just a little bit of melanin, or hell, you just melanated by association. Everybody is welcome. Now, I can't speak for y'all, but after seeing what being an adult is really about, nah, I got some things to say. And I know y'all do too. So let's talk about it, because what's really going on? What is up, y'all? Welcome if you're new. Welcome back if you're not. If you're new, you will quickly learn the vibes. And if you're not, you already know the vibes. Y'all know I'm starting every episode with the complaint of the week. Because this is Monday, and I just feel like everybody gets the right to complain about one thing on a Monday. But just one. And my complaint for this week is going to be just how hard I am on myself. Like, I find myself being so goal-oriented that, like, sometimes I'm so focused on the finish line or on the destination that I'm not actually taking time to just admire my process or my journey on multiple things and I'm not even just specifically talking about one it's but it's hard for me like y'all know how I feel about astrology or if you don't you should like I am a very textbook Virgo like I'm very detail oriented I'm very very just goal driven I don't even know how to explain it it's like my brain reaches euphoria when I set a goal, bust my ass, and get to it. Like, something about that just, that it gives me an adrenaline rush. So much so that I'm constantly setting goals, and I'm constantly actively trying to achieve them. However, I'm never just taking time to look, turn around in the middle of the race and look how far I've come. I'm always focused on looking straight ahead at how how far I have left to go and I'm really trying to work on that because tomorrow is not promised people are dropping down left and right like they always have been and I don't want to be the person that was so focused on trying to achieve something that they constantly forget to remember the things that they've already achieved or the milestones they've already reached so I'm working on it now for my highlight of the week because I always feel like you have to kind of balance out the negative with some positive. So, yeah, no, I don't just like to be on here complaining. So, my highlight of the week is going to be how, in my opinion, because I'm not a psychiatrist or a pediatrist or none of that. I'm just a mama figuring it out along the way. But my highlight is going to be how well-versed and how quote-unquote advanced my son's communication skills are for those of you guys that don't know I am a mommy of an almost two-year-old and I don't know if I mentioned this back in season one but my husband and I started teaching him sign language maybe when he was about four or five months and we've just kind of 
built on it. We've added more signs along the way, et cetera, et cetera. But now he's, he's starting to talk. And this week specifically, like, I want to say he learned at least four new words this week. Are they crystal clear? Obviously not. But they're clear enough where you know what he's saying. Or if you don't at the very moment, he knows to point or he'll grab your hand and bring you to whatever it is he's talking about. And then you'll be like, oh, that's what you was trying to say. And it's just crazy to look at my what used to be baby that just sat there and blinked and like was clueless. Like he's this curious toddler that's like talking and like he's learning how to understand his emotions and learning what it is to be upset or to be sad or I don't know, y'all, like the realest quote I ever seen was when I was pregnant and I did not understand it for real, for real until now. But for all the mommies out there or the aspiring mommies, for all the too soon to be mommies, all of that, I think y'all need this because I didn't know I did. And the quote was, the days are long, but the years are short. And in the beginning, I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Like, child, whatever. But I get it. Like, there are some days that just mothering, it be mothering me, for real, for real. And, like, it feel like it's never going to be nap time or it's never going to be bedtime. And I just don't know how I'm going to get through the whole day. And then I go to bed, I blink, I wake up, and now he's almost two. And I'm like, yo, what? Like, I was was just giving birth. Like, it's crazy. But. That was my highlight of the week. I hope y'all week is starting off. I never say this, but I I mean to. I hope y'all week is starting off great. I hope last week it was great. And if it wasn't, we starting today to make it a better one. And y'all hear me and me, so it's already going to be better. <laughs> All right, so moving into our Fendi fact of the day, because y'all know I got to give y'all something, very much something to leave here with. Today's Fendi fact is a direct quote from Forbes, and it obviously, as y'all know, if you don't, the Fendi fact always rolls us into whatever the topic is going to be for today. So obviously, y'all read the title, so y'all already know what this episode is going to be about, but here's the Fendi fact kind of that I'm going to build on. So it says, as human beings, we seem to be hardwired to fear rejection from a social group. We may not want to admit it. But this primal fear of having the worst thing happen to us is built in. End quote. Look at me talking about some end quote. I told y'all it was just going to take me a couple episodes to get back in the groove. And we on episode three. And I think I'm back in the groove. But anyway, I am going to start the flow with a question. And I want y'all to keep this question in mind throughout the whole episode. I'm going to try to remember to ask it again at the end, but y'all, I'll be chatting, so we'll see. My question is, why do you think we fear rejection? When I say we, I just mean us as human beings. I'm not talking about specific gender, specific race, none of that. Why do you think we as people fear rejection? And I want to note, I said we for a reason, because I am not above anybody else. I, too to a certain extent, fear of rejection. And when we're talking about business-related fear, which is what this episode is really going to be about, I don't feel like 
I don't feel like I'm alone in feeling scared to start a new career or to change careers or to go after your dreams. For anybody who's new listening, I did just take on a leap of faith and start a new career. I am officially a licensed realtor in the state of South Carolina, currently servicing the Columbia, Fort Jackson, and surrounding areas. Shameless plug. You or anybody you know are looking to buy or sell a house. PCS and two are from Fort Jackson. I am your or their homegirl. So just send them my way and I'm going to get them right. But I just feel I can't be the only one. Like, it's scary. It's scary to take that leap of faith. It's scary to bet on yourself, even when it it shouldn't be. But for some reason, it just is. It's scary to put all your eggs in one basket on hope, dream, faith the size of a mustard seed. If you really just, like, that's scary. It was scary for me to start this new venture. It was scary for me to announce this new venture because I feel like, and I hate to be that girl, like, oh, I'm turning into one of them aunties, y'all. But social media just, it it made it more scary because now you're not just making these decisions, these changes, these leaps of faith, just, you know, with you and the people closest around you like you making these leaps faith decision chances risks you're doing all this in front of the world like now there's like a platform for the whole world to see this so it's like being on stage like for people that get stage fright I personally don't get stage fright but I imagine I probably would if I was standing on the stage in front of everybody in the goddamn world like you get what I'm saying but In my opinion, the way I look at it and what helped me get over that fear when I was starting this real estate journey and just starting this entrepreneurship journey is I feel like fear is a direct reflection of passion. Because to me, if you're scared of, well, remember, we're speaking specifically about business-related fear today. This is not like if you're scared of heights, none of that, like. If you are scared to take a chance on yourself, if you are scared to quit that job and follow your dreams, if you're scared of what people are going to think of you if you do any of those things, like to me, that correlates to you being passionate about whatever that thing is. Hear me out. When you're passionate about something, it's near and dear to your heart, right? So it's it's a sensitive subject kind of like parenting. If you have a kid and somebody talks about your kid, you you defensive because that's that's you. That's that's your pride, that's your joy, that's something you take pride in, hopefully. You get what I'm saying? So like you going to follow your dreams to be a chef or be a designer or to be a realtor. Like you're scared of what people are going to think because you don't want people to judge your dreams. Because those dreams are important to you. Those dreams, they're how you really feel. They're what you really want out of life. And nobody ever wants to feel like someone's judging them or looking down on them. Or even speaking fear into them. Like, I feel like I've mentioned this on an episode before. Like, there are people that are going to speak their insecurities and their fear into you when you tell them these things. So I'm a very big advocate of moving in silence for for when it comes to things like that because you want to protect you want to protect 
that energy. Your business is a baby. It's a kid. You know, like there's a lot of time. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears sometimes literally and figuratively that go into starting a business. So nobody ever wants to feel like, oh, so-and-so, what they think they doing? Like, she ain't, she don't know nothing about that. Like, how she just going to jump and do that? Like, nobody ever wants to feel like that. But if you take the step out of the fear and look at it as passion and let it fuel you instead of letting it hinder you, I feel like that's a good start to get over that fear. It's a good way to shake the judgment because I don't care what you believe in. Every religion, belief, whatever that I know to be true says that all of us, as in human beings, black, white, green, purple, red, women, men, transgender, all of that, not a single one of us walking on this here green earth is above the other. So therefore, nobody else's judgment of you should matter. And I know, I know that is easier said than done. But we hear it all the time, but you got to constantly remind yourself, people are going to talk and people are going to judge regardless. Literally, we all do it in our individual friends, in our individual friend groups. You see somebody doing bad, somebody signing in a group chat like, damn, so-and-so used to be up, now they here. Or you see somebody doing good like, damn, I remember when sis was down bad now look she doing her thing you get what i'm saying so you're gonna talk about people regardless therefore people are gonna talk about you regardless would you rather have people talking about you all while not doing what you want to do or would you rather people be talking about you because you had the guts you had the the passion the drive to go after what you want because The thing is, I think a lot of people get hung up on the fact that people are talking about them versus what those people might actually be saying. I'm not saying you should dwell on what these things, like the what ifs, like, oh, so-and-so, but think about it. Somebody that's not living up to their full potential, not doing what they want to do, chances are when people talk about you, it's probably not in the best light, right? Like that's, that's a fair assumption, right? However, if you somebody knows that you, you know, was working a job that you weren't happy at, you finally said, screw it, I'm worth more than this, you quit, you get another job, or you quit, you start a business, you announce that. Yes, people are talking about you, but for the right reasons. Those people may be inspired. Some of them will be haters. I'm not saying all of it is going to be positive. Some of them will be jealous. Some of them will be hating. But even if you down bad, you're going to have people that swear you got it so much better than them and I know there's always somebody worse out there than you but they are going to talk regardless so me personally I like to focus on the positive like you know what even if people is talking about me I haven't really given them nothing negative to talk about I mean if you're a hater you're just a hater and that's just in you but like I for the most part try to give people something positive to talk about so if Tyana's in your mouth it's, it has to be something positive. Otherwise, it's given very much hater because all I put out there is positivity. All I put out all I put out there is good vibes. So when those conversations are being had about me when I'm not in rooms, I just tell myself, yo, they gotta be good. They just have to be. And they may not be, but you just gotta tell yourself that. Because if you got hung up on, 
oh, someone else is going to judge me. Someone else is going to think this, 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 and this of me. You're going to spend your entire life, which you don't know how much of it you got, might I remind you. You're going to spend whatever little time you're blessed with on this earth worrying about what other people think. While other people is talking about you and doing their own thing. Or possibly worried about what somebody else thinking of them. Like, it's just a never-ending cycle. And I feel like when it comes to business, there's no room for fear in business. And I'm learning that very quickly. I've officially only been licensed for about a month. Like, I've only been actually able to start working maybe about, like, three weeks. Maybe two and a half. And there's no room for this. Once you take once you take that first leap off the cliff, you just got to... You already did it. It's done. So you already invested in it. Like, you can't be scared because fear is fear is that little devil on your shoulder to me. It's it's the inner you telling you you can't do it. It's the inner you believing that you don't deserve whatever it is you're trying to go for. It's not other people. Fear doesn't come from other people. Fear is you. Fear is always you. Fear is how you see yourself and how you think of yourself. So how are you going to, in the back of your mind, think like, yo, I can't do this. I'm not going to be successful. It's too many It's too many people doing this. Like, you, you, you can't do that in business. You just can't. And we hear the saying, we've been hearing the saying forever, but it's true. Scare money don't make no money. That's it. Anybody that you know that is well off, I'm talking about the people you know personally and the people you see on social media, them billionaires, trillionaires, all that, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, they they had they couldn't be scared. They couldn't be scared of what wouldn't happen. They just had to figure out along the way and start figuring out ways to make it happen. They had to take a chance. They had to take a leap. They had to pitch themselves in rooms full of richer people than them at the time and none of that is easy but you can't be scared to do it my mom used to tell me this all the time I don't really know where she got the quote from but she will always tell me nothing beats a failure than someone that doesn't try you can't be scared of something you 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 haven't even tried yet you get what I'm saying like because you don't know how it's going to turn out so right now you're scared of a 50 percent chance that things might not go your way that there is a equal literally a 50 percent chance that it might go your way so why let fear consume you with 50 percent of the negative when you could very very easily be focused on that 50 percent of positive because the probability is it's a coin it's heads or it's tails it's either gonna work or it's not it's not really much to be scared of you know or at least there shouldn't be and like I said, I'm not saying that I've never had those feelings. I have. It's scary. Anybody that knows me, they knew I always wanted to be a lawyer. Always. But life didn't work out that way. So there was a, a slight moment where I'm like, yo, I'm about to tell people, like, I'm getting into real estate. And they're like, damn, what happened to Tanya? Like, I thought she wanted to be a lawyer. But I had to realize, as long as I'm getting to the money, my bills is paid, my husband and my child is loved on. I don't give a insert curse word because I'm trying not to curse. Like, none of that. What y'all gonna tell me? Nobody but the man I love and lay next to pay these bills. So why do I give a damn what you gotta say? 
Yes, I know that was curse word, but it slipped. You get what I'm saying? I know, I know it's easier said than done, but you just have to do it. That's it. You just have to jump. Close your eyes and jump. That's it. And if things don't go your way, I still don't even look at that as Ella. Look at this. I honestly look at that as a lesson. You just learned a way not to do something. Go ahead and cross that off your list. I'm sure we all heard about Thomas Edison. I'm sure we all heard about how many tries it took him to get the light bulb. Like, And he never looked at any one of those times as a failure. He just learned a way not to make a light bulb. You got to look at the glass half full. And I used to be one of those people that was always looking at it half empty. Like I told y'all in the beginning, I'm so goal and and just I'm so goal oriented and focused and focused on the finish line that I'm like, yo, if I don't get there the exact way I planned in my head, I think I failed. But that's not true. Sometimes it's different routes to take. I never thought my life would turn out the way it's turning, but I don't see it as a L. Like my life just went a different way. I found a different way to success. You know, it's really just that simple. And because people are going to talk about our, because people are going to talk regardless, let them use that and make the the chatter make you chatter. That was mad cheesy, but I'm serious. Like people talking about you, I believe I'm I'm not, I believe it to a certain extent, but like they be saying no uh, no such thing as bad press. Sales is sales. Traffic is traffic. Engagement is engagement. Do I believe that there's a line somewhere? Yes. But that's just, it is what it is. And as business owners, as entrepreneurs, I think it's mad, mad, mad important to understand that a client or customer, depending on what kind of business you got, whether you're selling goods or services, a client or a customer will become a friend a lot quicker than a friend will become a client or a customer. Y'all needed that moment of silence to let that really resonate. Like, if I didn't want to blow y'all eardrums out, I would have started snapping, giving y'all the right. Because we have to stop expecting our friends to shamelessly plug us. Should they? Absolutely. A real friend would. But don't bank on it especially if your friend's not in a space where they're ready to take that leap of faith that jump you know they admire you yes but let's be honest they also might be a little envious of you so you can't be worried about that type of stuff about if your friend's supporting your business it doesn't matter because somebody else will even if that friend doesn't And I think it's also equally important to note your current following, and I'm not even just talking about social media, but mainly social media related. Your current following, your current followers is not your target audience. I'm going to say it again. Your current following or followers are not your target audience if you are just starting a business or you're about to start a business because those people know you prior they know the old you so they are going to want it's going to take some time to convert them to clients or customers but right now they just watching your process 
They got you have to prove to yourself or to those people, excuse me, that you educated in your field, that you putting in the work that it needs to be put in because those people know you prior. A client or a customer that just so happened to find your social media handle, they don't know how long you've been doing this unless you got it on your page. As long as your page is looking professional, your communication is professional, you seem knowledgeable, client or a customer ain't going to know how long you've been doing this. They gonna they don't know nothing about you prior to this business. You got what I'm saying? So it's a lot easier to convert that person to a client or a customer because they don't have no backstory. The people that have the backstory, they're not your target audience. I don't care if you're selling hats, do-rags, bonnets, skincare, lashes, whatever it is you're selling. The people that are already following you will, let me not, let me, I don't want y'all to think that I'm saying these people will not support you and won't become clients or customers. I'm just saying they're not your target audience. Stop trying to market to your friends. Stop trying to market to people you know. If you only market to your friends and to people that you know, Unless you are friends with a lot of people and got a lot of connections, your business will only ever get so big. There's an entire audience out there looking for what you have to offer. It's your job to find those people. It's your job to work the algorithms in your favor to make sure that your content is pushed to those people. It doesn't matter if the followers you got now is engaging with your content or booking you or purchasing from you, none of that matters because they're not your target audience. They're your friends. They're your associates. They're your peers. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's simple, but it's, it's challenging. I know I'm, I'm not sitting up here telling y'all nothing that I'm, I haven't done before. I'm not currently going through it. Like I'm telling you this from a place of experience. Once I got it through my head that them 1,500 followers I got right now are more than likely not going to be buying or selling a house from me. What is there to be scared of then? Y'all could talk, but just make sure you share my posts. Just make sure you like my posts. Just keep engaging. Y'all can do what y'all do. In order for you to talk about me with your friends and your group chat, you're going to have to share my content. So thanks for the engagement. Like, you get what I'm saying? You just got to look at it from that. There's a market of people that will buy or sell a house from me. That's my target audience. Not the people I already follow that I know are more than likely not. You get what I'm saying? It's just pointless to to focus on that. All you got to do is honestly just build a genuine audience. That's it. Build a genuine audience. Be genuine and authentic. Because them, them, the followers you currently have, or they will check you if you're not being authentic. Once you start being fake, the people that really know you, that's when people start putting people on blast. And, you know, it gives the haters ammunition. Just be genuine, be real, and just be authentically yourself. Build your audience genuinely. Don't feel like you got to buy followers. Just take your time and enjoy the process. See? Y'all see? Y'all see how? Y'all see what I did there? I am still working on it. So it is not something that's just going to happen overnight. But it is something that will happen if you put in the work. 
if you be real, if you be knowledgeable in your field, if you be professional, if you be professional, that's not a word. If you're professional, if you're knowledgeable, if you're trustworthy, if you're all of those things across your social media platform and those characteristics flow over into your business, you will build a genuine audience and people are going to rock with you regardless that your target audience will find you as long as you're consistent putting out good quality putting out good information your your target audience is going to find you i promise and i can almost guarantee you it's not the people that you already follow and that's just unfortunately it is what it is and that's really all i got for y'all today i told y'all when season three started i'm gonna try to make the episodes real concise real to the point so y'all could just pop me on in the shower when y'all on y'all way to work and, and I, I ain't trying to take up too much of y'all my day it's monday y'all got shit to do i got shit to do so we gonna get this shit done but i'm gonna end in a very familiar place with our word of the week and this week's word is conquer it has to be because i am currently trying to conquer my business fears and I want y'all to conquer your business fears. Conquer all your fears for real, for real. You scared of heights? Get on an elevator or something. Get on a roller coaster, a baby one. Like, just do it. Because I'm so big, and my husband, my friends, anybody can tell you, I am going to, I'm going to quote y'all to death. But I don't want to be that woman laying on her deathbed. And I feel like on your deathbed, not that I've been there before, and I pray that that time's a long time from now, but I feel like the first thing you think about is all the things you didn't do, all the things you didn't accomplish, all the things you wish you would have did. And then, you know, as you get closer to the light, you start remembering all the things you did. But I feel like, like, I'm talking like when people find out they get diagnosed with cancer or like they're terminally ill. And they find out they only got X amount of time to live. First thing that I think will go through anybody's mind is, yo, I still haven't done this. I still haven't done this. I wanted to do this. So do it. You could drop down tomorrow. Would you be happy? Would you feel like you accomplished all the things you wanted to or at least tried to? Because that's what's important. You're not going to be successful in anything. or You're not going to be successful in everything. But the point is to just try. Say you tried. Nothing beats a failure than someone that doesn't try. Shout out to my mama for that quote. But y'all already know the vibes. That's really all I got for y'all. If you're not following me on socials, you need to be. Follow me on Instagram at Tyann.Watson. Follow me on Twitter at Tyann Watson. All those things should be in the description of the podcast. Y'all know where to find me. And on that note, if you made it this far, Thank you for just rocking with me, kicking with me, chopping it up with me, all of that. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. The love, the support, it never goes unnoticed or unappreciated. And if you want to join the conversation in real time and share your personal thoughts and opinions, make sure you follow me on Instagram at the.melanatedmindset. That's where I'm going to be posting all the polls, the questions, the conversation starters, all of that. That's also going to be where you'll get to hear sneak peeks and previews into the episodes to come. It's going to be one hell of a ride. I hope y'all are ready. Until then, I'll see y'all same time, same place next week for hashtag 
Melanated Monday. And remember, the goal is to be good and do good. Until then, 